how I overcame my quarter life crisis and how you can too. Instructions for escaping uncertainty. Story time. In Greek mythology, in the later stories of Theseus, son of Poseidon, slayer of the Minotaur, founder of Athens, he's having an identity crisis of sorts. In many of his later stories, Theseus, a once great hero, mainly misbehaves with his mate, King Pyrrhus. Pyrrhus, meaning to run around, was born when Zeus turned into a horse and bucked his ma, and he was well known for causing trouble. One day, the mischievous pair decided they would marry the daughters of Zeus, because they were both such hot stuff. Theseus chose Helen, who, if you know the story of Troy, uh, was the most beautiful woman in the world, and a real heartbreaker. Except, at the time of this story, she was only 12, and he kidnapped her. Which is pretty messed up. King Pyrrhus chose Persephone, goddess of fertility. Uh, even though she was already married to Hades, the king of the underworld. Yipes, not the best call. The whole thing was a bone grained scheme, like your mate tempting you out in the batter looking for women when you know you should be at home in bed. But Theseus, thinking he was a good mate, said, No bother, lad. I'll go to the underworld with you and we get her back. Which turned out to be a terrible move. They left Helen with Theseus' ma and went out on their mission. Somewhere on the journey, around the outskirts of Tartarus, Theseus got tired. He was older and not as youthful as he was before in his adventures. So he decided to sit down on a rock to rest. But when he did, he felt his limbs change and grow stiff. He tried to get off the rock, but could not. He was fixed to the rock now. As he turned to cry out to his friend, he saw that Pyrrhus too was crying out. Around him gathered the terrible band of furies, with snakes in their hair, torches and long whips in their hands. Faced with these monsters, the hero's courage failed, and they led him away to eternal punishment. For many months in half-darkness, Theseus sat stuck to the rock in the underworld, fixed and mourning for his lost friend and himself. By pure chance, he was rescued by Hercules, who came to the underworld for his twelfth task, capturing the three-headed dog, Cerebus. Theseus persuaded Persephone to forgive him for the part he had taken in the rash venture of Pyrrhus. So Theseus was restored to the upper world, but Pyrrhus never left the kingdom of the dead. When Hercules tried to free him, the underworld shook. When Theseus returned, Helen was gone and had run off with some other young fella from Sparta. And from that time on, he experienced terrible, terrible misfortunes, having to kill his own son, and eventually some new upstart hero threw him off a cliff. Overcoming the quarter-life crisis. The quarter-life crisis is a fairly millennial concept, but not something uncommon for young people to wrestle with the question of who am I going to be. I've struggled with this for many years and consider myself to be out the other side now and possibly able to share some insights that might help you too. Life around the mid to late 20s can be very complicated. Some people are getting married with kids, others are still out on two-day benders, and you're just sitting there in the middle eating cereal for dinner. Uncertain times definitely for a burgeoning adult. When in the underworld, moving from one meaning-making structure to another, the temptation is to fall back into old habits and regress to the last place you felt comfortable and safe to proverbially sit down on a rock. When in uncertainty, you don't know how to act and you are in danger of falling back into old habits to stabilize yourself 
are just defaulting to copying everybody else. Except this doesn't solve the problem. The problem of where you are going to find a habitable adult identity. So how do you get out of the quarter life crisis and what lies behind it? If you want to have clarity about how to act now, you need to decide who you will be in the future. The future self sets the normative constraints for how we act in the present. For example, if you want to be healthy in the future, you have to live healthily now. If you want to be courageous in the future, you have to start practicing courage now. If I want to be a philosopher, I have to start talking shit now. I found out the truth of the future self through hard experience. Being deeply unhappy with who I was in my early 20s and a mile off my ideal. I faced a choice then. Lie and pretend everything is fine, keep going the way I was going, or get really real. Face facts that I didn't really know who I wanted to be anymore, that I had changed, and that I had to spend some time atoning, trimming down on vices, making tough decisions, and straightening myself out. The equivalent of moral weightlifting, because at that time, I was a moral shrimp. For me, a lot of my problems were tied up in the session. Last Christmas, the bad outweighed the good ones more, and I decided to quit drinking for a year. There's no way to sugarcoat this tough pill, but drinking holds you back. Doing the sober time and drunk time has shown me that drinking gets in the way of about everything, relationships, productivity, and self-respect. It's a lot of fun, but comes at a cost. The session was a familiar routine, an anchor in the chaos and uncertainty of life, beyond complicated families and academic pressures. There were friends, stories, status, rituals, weekly benders to look forward to and hangovers to recover from, and then more sessions to get excited about all over again. But that's why quitting drinking or any familiar routine is so hard. It's not just quitting the juice that makes your head explode. You genuinely have to become a different person. As Epitita said, it is impossible to change your behavior and still be the same person you were before. Sacrifice is the essence of personal development. You can't have your cake and eat it too. We are limited beings, so for something to live, something else must die. As you get older into your late 20s, the early 30s, the landscape changes. People get into relationships, commit to careers, move on, values change. And we come face to face with the question for ourselves, who are we going to be? Getting over the quarter life crisis involves sacrificing the behaviours that are keeping you tied to who you were. For you, the sacrifice might be something different, but the aim is the same. You need to build a vision of who you want to be that you love so you find it motivating. You need to identify the bad habits that keep you from living in accord with that ideal and start addressing them. And there might be new good habits that you need to cultivate in order to bring you into alignment with the future self that you so desire. It involves sitting down and planning out who you want to be, the values and qualities you want to embody, and then breaking those abstract values into actionable routines and practices you can implement that will eventually become habit. Seems so simple. Why doesn't everybody just do this? In reality, it is not. And our culture offers tons of distractions and addictions, but little to no real guidance on how to undertake this project. The marketplace is a comfortable rock-making factory. Social medias, drugs, alcohol, 
TV, movies, endless streams of content, all threaten to keep you stuck on the rock in the underworld, using pleasure and comfortable patterns of addiction to keep you from cultivating your character. But the difference between being a loser and a winner can be sacrificing a few bad habits. There is no alternative to this process. With the virtue of time, I realized that drinking was holding me back and keeping me comfortable in situations where I shouldn't have been comfortable. Keeping me in places, physical and mental, that I should have left and repeating the same patterns of self-destructive behaviours which I should have stopped long ago. To be the person you want to be, you have to sacrifice the behaviours, the person who you were. This is a harsh and brutal process, murderous really. You have to be a beast to avoid getting stuck on that rock in the underworld forever.